0: so i've been telling you for months now about this marathon right you you know i've been training as a runner you don't just run to run you run to race Uh, by the way this is the edgy conversations podcast and yes believe it or not i am dan walshman the podcast all about radical hope for people who want it so let me tell you a story uh, I've been training now for months I think it was probably May when I got a random text from my buddy will who said let's go running in the woods now most of you know I am Johnny hustle uh, and not just Johnny hustle I am I am I don't know does Johnny have a brother who works even longer hours because it, it, that that's kind of me I'm obsessed um, I don't I'm not a workaholic uh, I don't Well, maybe every addict thinks they're not an addict, but uh, I do think I am passionate about getting to where I want to be and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get there. And so that usually makes for a combination of robust intensity. Um, So my buddy, he texts me and says, let's go running and let's go in the mountains of Pisgah. And uh, that's a that's a mountainous region a couple hours from my house. And I said, "Sure, sure, why not? And, um, we grabbed, uh, our running coach. So it was, it was, uh, three of us and we hop in the car and off we go into the mountains. And, you know, first, you know, it, it, nothing is easy. So, you know, it takes a couple hours to get there. You get your shoes on and make sure you have your gear because once you enter the woods, it's all you. I mean, besides unlimited bathroom breaks, <laughs> cause you're in the middle of nature, uh, there's really nothing else. So you, you better make sure you either bring it in with you or you, you get out of the woods quick enough to where you don't need it. We're running through the woods and uh, we start talking about racing. And my buddy Will's been doing a couple um, hundred mile races and training, uh, one close to home. And we were talking about, you know, do we both do it head to head against each other? And I thought, I just, I really don't. I've done hundreds, hundred mile races, I've done a couple of them. And yeah, it'd be com- competitive. It'd be fun to compete against a buddy of mine who's also a strong runner. But, uh, you know, I really wanted a challenge. I wanted, I wanted to to compete at a higher level for this marathon, and so my coach said, "Why don't you Why don't you just swear off that, run a fifty k, and then turn around, and really put your heart and soul into training for this marathon?" So, so that's what I did. So last Saturday, I find myself at the starting line of the the 2017 Greenville Run Fest Sphinx Marathon. If that seems like a long name, um, well, it is. And uh, we got to the starting line, uh, and I bump into a bunch of my friends. Jen's there. By the way, she's the one who creates the beautiful calendars you guys all like. Matt's there, Will's there. And, you know, we're all the starting line. And, and I'm telling everybody my game plan, you know, and it's always dangerous to tell people your plan because then if you don't actually execute your plan, you, 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 lo- you look like a fool. But, you know, for days heading into this event, into this marathon, I realized something. So my goal has been two hours and thirty minutes. and at 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 thirty nine, well, am i thirty I'm thirty eight now? I'll be turning thirty nine here in, in in another week. At uh, almost thirty nine years old, you realize that uh, uh, you have to make sacrifices. In other words, uh, with working and parenting and 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 being a partner to somebody, you you can't have it all, all the time. And you and heading into the marathon last weekend, I realized I probably was not going to run 230. Uh, I, although I was trained very well, it just, it felt like I was missing that last 10%. And maybe that was because I was traveling so much. Maybe that was because, um, you know, I, I, I didn't really, maybe I didn't work as hard as I should. But I actually think it had to do with some trade-offs that I had to willingly make because of other areas of my life that needed some attention. Yeah. And so, you know what that means? You know, you need good sleep. You need good nutrition. You need a singular focus on your goal. And I had kind of sort of mostly attention on the goal, but not singular focus. So all that week, I started telling everybody around me, I want to be happy when I finish running the race. I, you know, I don't want to be melancholy Dan, which is often what happens where I sulk and pout and beat myself up. I just want to be happy. So I get to that. And I'm telling myself this, start slow, start slow, start slow, start slow, start slow. You know, you can run fast. You don't need to brag. You don't need to show off. You don't need to prove anything. Run slow, right? Like make it be a challenge to yourself, um, uh, by, by actually, 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 actually uh, doing it right for once. And so, um, I get to the starting line and I'm telling my team what I, you know, you know, my, all my buddies who are there, what I plan on doing. And I kind of hunker down for this race. Now I'm actually pulling up my phone right now, just so you'll know the God's honest truth. I, so the gun goes off and I'm, and, uh, it's, it's dark. So even if you want to take great pictures, there's just there's just no way to do it right because it's the 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 it's so 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 very dark outside gun goes off and and like a like a bunch of wild bandits you know the entire marathon surges forward and in kind of a you know a, a massive uh uh swell <laughs> and um while that's taking off while that's kind of you know while everyone's kind of uh, jumping on that, I, I noticed that I wanted to kind of start my race around six minutes and 15 seconds. Now, to run a, a 2.30 marathon, by the way, you need to average five minutes and 43 seconds per mile. Five minutes and 43 seconds per mile. So I'm sitting here thinking, okay, what, what am I gonna, you know, how do I make this all work? You know, what's the plan? What's the goal? You know, h- how, how am I gonna, you know, actually see this thing through. Uh, So I looked down at my watch, probably two tenths of a mile into the race. And I noticed I'm running at like 6.10, 6.05. And I thought, as much, like I promised myself, I promised myself that for once I wasn't going to go flame out. I wasn't going to go fast. I was going to slow it down. Now, if you're like me, man, that drives you bananas cuz you're a warrior. You want to you want to blast past all these guys. To be in 20th place, ugh. I'm serious. 20th. Maybe even more, maybe 22nd, 23rd place. Oh my gosh, it drives you crazy cuz you know you've got more potential. You know that, you know, you you could, you know, you could uh, you know, blast past if you wanted. So I I actually slowed myself down. I kind of took a moment to say, um, you know, Dan, uh, you know, you promised that you would run slow. And so now is your time to see if you're really dedicated to your craft or whether you're just full of crap. So I'm looking at it here on my watch. And just to show you that first mile I ran, if I look at gap, great adjusted pace, I ran a 633 for that first mile. And then for mile number two, I ran a 6.21. And then for mile three, a 6.29, maybe a smidge slower. And then a 6.18, and then a 6.14, and then a 6.24, and then a 6.19, and then a 6. Now, now look, I'm not making up excuses, but this course, you had to be there because... Uh, each year, when you do a marathon in a big city, they, they actually get police to shut down roads and do all that stuff. And as they shut down roads, I mean, there were whole intersections where there were, there were no police. Like you had to, like literally twice, I had to kind of be smart and, and ease my way in and around cars. So that's how uh, kind of uh, uh, not secure it was at all times. Uh, so uh, we're running, we're running, we're running. And... Um, these first five, six miles, it's raining outside. By the way, it rained the whole race. Um, Not a super, uh, you know, crazy monsoon, but, you know, it's just you're wet. You're wet the entire, from beginning to end. So here I am, I'm running this race, and all of a sudden, I notice I'm happy. So my goal to go into this was happy, to give maximum effort. And all I noticed that I am chugging along. So I'm doing that 6.30, 6.21, 6.29, 6.18, 6.14, 6.19, 6.13. And then right around mile six or seven, I thought, you know, Dan Waldschmidt, it's time to go. Like, let the dogs out of the cage. It's time to go. And so I dropped it down to 6.07, 6.07, 6.05, 5.58, 6.09, 6 flat, 6.15, that was running up some hills, 6.04, 6.05, 6.06, 6.04, 6.02, 5.59, 6.09, and that's how I finished this race, barreling across the finish line, my last mile at a 6.04. I went from 20th place all the way up to finishing in fourth place, and if I would have had 30 more seconds, I would have caught the person ahead of me. Who finished about ten seconds ahead of me, and I don't think I've ever run a better race in my life. I crossed the finish line two forty two fifty, almost twelve minutes slower, slower than what I really wanted to do. That was my that then then my goal. But I have to tell you, the process was amazing. Like it, the process worked. It worked. And I learned a whole bunch of lessons, and here's what I thought I'd share with you. Number one, I learned the power of of of, of pacing. Uh, I'm out there running by myself, and and if you've ever seen a, a marathon, you'll know that at the very beginning of the race they've got like a police escort, motorcycles and bikes for the top people. Was well, I was in you know the the first chase group uh, back, and by the way, before I got into that first chase group, I was about two or three chase, chase groups back. I'm running along and. A bicyclist who's part of the uh, who's part of the, the 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 running club comes alongside me, and for about the last 15 miles, stayed by my side, helping me cross roads, telling me directions I should go, and generally providing support along the way. I can't tell you how many times I've dreamed about being the guy who had a bicycle escort, and here I am, not in first place, in fourth place, ending up with a police escort, with a bicycle escort. Here's what it taught me. Like you imagine things in your mind being one way. The only way I'm going to get this is if I do X. And sometimes when you just give yourself over to the process, good things happen, happen to you, unlike anything you could have ever imagined before. Number two, it's a lot better to run a marathon than it is to run a sprint. So I'm running along and it's you know you when when you're running against fast runners you know it may not seem like much but a 10 second difference or 20 second difference per per mile might mean that you know every 6 minutes you move 20 seconds closer to them that's not a lot another lesson i learned is that momentum momentum happens in, in small doses you may not think you're seeing progress, but I got to tell you, when you go from 20th something up to 4th, you have a hell of a fun time passing people along the way. I remember I'm running the, the last, uh, the last uh, you know, 10 miles are, are, are flat or are, uh, uh, you could say maybe slightly downhill, slightly downhill, not much, but generally flat. And it was fun that at mile 22, 23, I am passing people and not and 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 even even in the home stretch um as i turn the corner on mile 25 heading into mile 26 i look up and about 200 yards ahead of me that's it is the 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 third place guy and i start gunning and then it you know then he becomes only a hundred yards ahead of me and then he's only 50 yards ahead of me but i am pushing with every ounce of effort i have and i'm like Oh, I could have done more, perhaps. Maybe, maybe, maybe I could have started out faster. But I think why I had so much fun in the race was that I started slow, I kept my head straight, and I kept going. If you're someone who sprints out of the gate, you sprint in a relationship, you go from zero to I love you in about two dates. If you go from, you know, uh, having done nothing to trying to do everything in about five seconds, you're going to suffer mightily. And now, by the way, I'm the king of that. I'm the king of suffering from doing that. But this time when I paced myself, when I started slow, when I held myself back deliberately, like I could, I mean, I'm like a lion in a cage. I could have gone out there and just bit heads off. But instead of doing that, I stayed back. I had raw momentum pulling me ahead. And it was funny. When I would get close to people, I would just say, hey, morning, and kind of say in an upbeat way as I, as I plowed past them. Some of that was psychological meaning don't chase me don't try to chase me i've got i've got more spunk than you do but as i kept running what i realized was man it was fun when i had more energy than those around me what are you doing right now to pace yourself for the long game look guys uh i had one of the best races of my life, perhaps the best ever, maybe the first ultra marathon I ever ran might be my favorite, but this ranks right up there as the best ever. I didn't hit my number goal going out, going out, but I got to tell you, I think I'm happier having missed the goal, but, but winning, winning the bigger battle of being happy and mastering the process. Cause now I've got a plan. I know that if I start a little bit faster but slower than ultimate peak and execute that process, I'm going to have energy all the way across the finish line. The same is true for you guys. Listen, no matter what goal you want to achieve, no matter what task or ambition seems to stand in your way or seems to be something you want so badly for yourself, pace yourself, baby. I'm not telling you to slow down. I'm not saying to doubt yourself. I'm not saying to back away. I'm not saying to, to, to do anything other than this. Get in your head. Believe fully, embrace it fully that this is going to be a battle and that you're going to have to do a lot continuously to fight your way across the finish line. It's not a sprint, baby. It's not a sprint. You're in a marathon. You're in a marathon. So smile, smile. Grind those legs, swing those arms. Make sure you've got nutrition. Make sure you've got hydration because you're in this to win this. And, and it's about time you started acting like it. Hey, by the way, guys, I... um. Uh, I am having all kinds of fun in our Edgy Empire of Awesomeness Facebook group. If you're not part of that group, go. Um, I'm not even the one making the most comments. There's other incredible people like Brock and David and and J- and, and Mark and Brian and 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 Matt. And a whole host of people leaving comments. Cat. Oh my gosh. There's a bunch of people. Thank you. I love you. All the people who are engaged. If you're not engaged in it, like, I mean, I need a community of people who are as as wound up about success as I am that's where you need to be. Edgy Empire of Awesomeness. Search it in Facebook. Find us. Come play with us. uh, We're excited to welcome you. Uh, I will see you on the next episode. Meanwhile, meanwhile, you know, you know what you got to do. You have to stay edgy and go out there and be awesome. See you next time.